0: I swear it's Springfield's only choice. Throw up your hands and raise your voice. What's it called? Once again. But Main Street's still all cracked and broken. Sorry, Mom, the mob is spoken. Mono. Don't. Four finger discount, dude. Welcome to four finger discount, proudly brought to you by the Simpsons quotes that nobody gets anymore. Facebook page and NoHomers.net. I am Dando. I am Mitch. I am very excited. Yes, and with good reason. Yes, arguably the best episode of all time. Now, say arguably because I'm going to fill some time while you open up your beer. Yeah, hold on one second. (laughs) I I wanted to share this with the listeners. I didn't open it earlier. (laughs) So, basically, I say arguably because... (laughs) That scared me a little bit. There we (laughs) go. Where'd that sound come from? (laughs) Anyway, so, I know it's funny. So, if you're going by laughs per minute... This is probably it is up there. The only thing that really comes close would be Hank Scorpio dialogue. Nothing else is just funny, Mm. funny, 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 right? Yeah. What I consider to be a good Simpsons episode, though, is not only laughter, but have that emotional connection and the story that you can relate to where it sort of sucks you in sort of like the uh, Lisa's Substitute. I was going to say, what I I consider to be like the absolute best, Yeah. Like, ones, that, ones that tells because this tells a story but there's in no way can you relate or connect to anything it's no, just this is just it's just about, funny just about making you laugh for twenty minutes it's it's which, which is good and it's perfect at doing it but it's like yeah I guess like when I sit down and go geez what is the absolute best then I need to go for the script writing that. Goes to a number of different areas rather yeah. than just be funny. This sort of felt like a bunch of wacky jokes thrown together into a story. it, it, it did tell a story from It's start cohesive, yeah. Yeah, it continues to go, but it's just so much stuff out of left field that never gets mentioned again. Yeah. It, it, it gets you going from the very get go. I forgot about the Flintstones gag at the very start. Yeah, so did I. Well, yeah, I know it exists, but it's it, yeah, like, obviously. Oh, it's in this one, really? Yeah. It has, it's got that as well. Yeah. Like it's the elevator, the escalator to nowhere, <laughs> the sound effect, <laughs> and the chick. I love it. <laughs> It is an amazing episode, and yeah. I, I can understand why some people—if you consider just laughter to be why you like The Simpsons—this this would be number this one. This would by be far. number one, yeah. and and it is for a lot of fans and on a lot of lists. But interestingly, and we'll get to it, not for the cast necessarily. No, no, particularly mm. Yadly Smith. Yeah, said Smith said it was, hated it. Yeah, absolutely detested it. And she and she speaks on behalf of the cast. She said we all hated it. Yeah. I'm not sure whether that's true or not. But she well, was quoted. Yeah, I guess like, so. Yeah. But I haven't heard any other cast members. The only one I've. And the only other time I've heard a cast member put down the show or the script writing was Harry Shearer saying how much he didn't like, or might have been Hank Azaria, didn't like Homer at the bat, because it was all guest stars and not the main cast. I think, yeah, I, oh, I think that might have been Harry. It was Harry or Hank, yeah. yeah. They openly said, I hate that episode because it had nothing to do with The Simpsons. It was yeah. all about the guest stars, Yeah, which is understandable if you wanted the cast From members. their point of view, yeah. What, what What do you consider, like, you think of Marge versus the Monorail, what do you think? Um, Lyle Landley, mostly. Yeah, uh, Phil Hartman at his absolute best. Yeah, and Leonard Nimoy. Um, as, yeah. as a great guest appearance in there. The, <laughs> Similar to Adam the West. The world just needs laughter. Really That's, embraced the role like Adam West, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, he's fantastic. Just very open for making fun of himself. And then I guess beyond that, I, I think of the general themes of The Simpsons, mob mentality and all that sort of thing, and just blindly going along with with things and how dumb that town is once they start thinking as a collective. It epitomizes what it is to live in what well, like to live in Springfield. Yeah. Even towards the end, Wiggum and Quimby are more worried about how much pigs and broads they get as yeah. opposed to actually helping people. How many comely lasses. Or when in the town meeting, all in favour of grandpa's idea. It wasn't <laughs> grandpa's idea. He was actually putting it down. <laughs> what was his um I ain't we, for it, I'm against it Yeah yeah. We could spend all our money. Yay <laughs> but yeah an absolutely amazing episode what were your favourite moments from it uh, my favourite moments um, hold on one moment mine is you have caught me off guard normally you forget to ask about the favourite moments <laughs> no, so I wasn't I'm, expecting the ball, to it's get it the Monterey. you've got to be on the ball with this one yeah. I just love the I've got someone here who can help you is it Batman no it's a scientist Batman's a scientist <laughs> Batman's- it's not I just- Batman I love the fact that Homer believes superheroes are real they do exist. Yeah, J- Superman and Batman are real people in the world of Homer Simpson. <laughs> yeah. I, for me, it's the two guys in the um, control panel. Solar panel. We could switch it off. No such luck. Solar power. Solar power. When will people learn? Krusty <laughs> wants out. No, the world needs laughter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Leonard Newman was this But how can we get past The monorail song It's unbelievable Of course I mean did we Where did it end <laughs> up In our top 10 I was right I hope okay. we put it In the top 3 It was definitely top 3 I, just, I don't just, remember which way I, I went. don't think we did I think we put it Lower than that Well I, we shouldn't have <laughs> I think See My <laughs> see my Vest Spring of Springfield And number 1 Was Home of the Great okay Oh, that was in. The we early, made a mistake. That was the early days before I had much say in things. <laughs> Rookie error. But yeah, just what's your favorite part about the song? I love the ring came off my pudding can. Yeah, because that can be used so often in everyday life. Yes, it, and it comes out of nowhere. Like, yeah. It's all about stuff about the, the town and the monorail. And then it's just the ring came off my pudding can. Yeah, Take but- my pen off because Lainley can help that. Yeah, hits, <laughs> it, hits him with a rhyme straight away for it. I never realized just how much of a smooth talker he was. Even in the scene where he's at the school, mm. he's even able to suck in Lisa. Yeah. She asked me like, a question that is serious. She hits him with like she sees through the veneer initially, and then he just and you think ah he's called she's called her out, and I then th- just boom one sentence and he, she's on side with him because she does that for Lowell, H- Lionel Hutz, Remember how does a Are little you a ge- shyster? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I thought it was, I remember Landley sort of getting defensive with her, but nope, sucks it right in with his chapter yeah. beam. It's just a legend. Anyway, so trivia. Do you have a few questions lined I've up? I've got for a few me? questions. For I'll you. kick it off this week. Okay. Where did the Springfield Monorail belong before Springfield? Where did it belong? The label comes up. Oh, the 1964 World that's Fair. That's correct, yes. Thank you. Um, I'm going to save that one for last. Uh, according to the manual, how fast does a monorail go? Oh, I don't know according to the manual, no. Uh, over 150 miles per hour. Ah, okay. That's pretty fast. And the highest peak speed that it gets to in the episode is 180. 180, that's my next question. Cowley screen, what is it? 180. Making me dizzy. Yeah. <laughs> What, where was Lyle Landley planning to go, according to his drawing? Tahiti. Tahiti, that is mm. correct. Again, Good place to get. Well done. Thank you. What caused the disruption of Main Street? What caused the destruction? Or destruction. Potholes? Yeah. Like what caused the potholes? Yeah. Uh, Homer with the piano on top? Well, yes, that was the example that we saw. But what specifically does Marge call out? I don't know. Leaving snow chains on the cars and oh, carrying yes. excess weight. Yep, which is the Homer and piano. Yeah. Look oh, at look- that gravel fly. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's pavement But anyways oh. But I just love the popcorn machine Going down <laughs> Yeah uh, Finally Which two characters Of the same name Appear in the background When Carl Derren Which is the Luke Perry The 9218 mm-hmm. character mm-hmm. Appears at the monorail opening Which two characters Of the same name Yes one's Same a- name as who They've got the same name Oh okay But one's a regular And one's appeared Well Carl all. I saw in the background Is he one of them Carl and Carl Yeah Oh so, Carl Carl Yeah, is yeah. There. Okay Yeah <laughs> Anyway, there's my questions. You have so any I've more got more? one more question one more, for you. Okay. How much does an issue of the Springfield Shopper cost? I'm going to say 50 cents. No, it was free. Really? Yeah, it's a giveaway local paper. Oh, I didn't know that. Interesting I, trivia. I learned it this episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a few facts about the episode. Before we get into the review, Conan O'Brien's first pitched the idea at a story retreat with the other writers and showrunners, despite the likes of Jean and Mike Rees, suggesting he should go with other ideas, he stuck with it. Fools! And, yes, he stuck with it, and James L. Brooks loved the idea. The rest is history. James L. Brooks, once again, a genius. Don't listen to Mike Reese or Al Jean. Al Jean's been concerned a lot of times recently. Mm. Didn't like the black and white King Kong thing. Yeah. Need needs to just stop worrying Relax Well back then It'll all work out He was still new to show right? Now he's just like I don't give a fuck He was nervous Whatever Yeah. <laughs> Rather than Leonard Nimoy- he's just eating cake Yes <laughs> Rather than Leonard Nimoy The writers originally asked George DeKai To star in the episode However due to him being a member Of the board of directors Of the Southern California Rapid Transit District <laughs> He declined the <laughs> offer Since he didn't want to make fun <laughs> Of public tr- We you impressed I haven't put that All out in one line <laughs> no, I'm amazed That he genuinely I'm impressed it's That, actually you, part that of he that. said that But I'm amazed That yeah Like what are the odds That you would pitch this <laughs> Idea to someone, and they go, "Oh, jeez, I'm I really know, sorry. I cannot do that." There's actually a conflict of interest there. <laughs> There's a conflict of I can't, interest. I can't be seen as being anti-monorail. So he turned it down because he didn't want to make fun of monorails, basically. Um, but also he has previously appeared on The Simpsons as Akira from One Fish, Two Fish, Blue, yep. Touch, Blue Fish. Homer's monorail-conducted uniform is based on something. Do you know what? Um, it looked a little Star Warsy. The Imperial officer uniforms okay. from Star Wars. Yes. Yep. O'Brien first got the idea for the script whilst driving down. I'm um, I believe it's Pico Boulevard, Pico, P I C O, Pico Boulevard mm-hmm. in Los Angeles, where he saw a giant billboard that just said monorail. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, That's all he need. <laughs> That's all I need. <laughs> Let's do an episode. Uh, in know cameo appearance at the monorail launch, Lurleen and Lumpkin returns, obviously. Yeah. It's actually voiced by Doris Grau, who's yep. mostly known as voice in Lunch Lady Doris. Lady Doris. Doris? Uh, the writers were originally. Spent c- last night in a ditch. Yeah, the writers were originally concerned that Matt Groening wouldn't approve the scene with Lena Nimoy beaming out at the end, but he actually liked it. because Well, basically, Matt Groening back then didn't like anything that wasn't realistic, Yeah, but because that fit under the Star Trek universe, he was like, that's cool. Yeah, And they were like, what? <laughs> what do you What do you mean? Like, all these jokes we could have been doing, but Conan pitches this and you're allowed? What the hell's going on? Well, it fits in with the whole episode as well, though. Oh, the, the, the wackiness of it, yeah. yeah. If, but I don't think they could do that too much. I f- they probably do that a lot these days, and it's just like, whatever. But, but back then... wouldn't know if they do, but... Yeah, no, I, I guess it's... One thing that shits me is that a lot of unrealistic stuff happens in newer episodes. Mr. Burns' body being contorted into ways it shouldn't be able to be contorted to. That just wouldn't happen. Yeah, yeah that sort of stuff's a little bit... Like, I, th- I feel like that is more of what the original mandate about cartoon stuff would have been. Whereas, yeah. you know, Leonard Nimoy was basically... The, like, you know, it fit in with all the references to Spock. And just that... You know, it's hilarious that he's there sort of giving the behind the scenes on Star Trek. He's acknowledged that it's a TV show. But then at the very end, the old little... Pulls the pulls the rug back and... Nope, it's he's it was all real. He's magic. I really enjoyed... Leonard Nimoy was, is the hero of the episode. I really enjoyed when he was on the uh, the monorail and he was telling the story to the guy about the doors yeah he was just so into it the guy's yeah. like uh-huh. yeah I don't give a fuck <laughs> <laughs> before we get into the review let's just thank our patrons once again mm-hmm. so if you've if you've joined us on Patreon this week we really do appreciate it. we're going to read your name a little bit later on in the show during the mailbag but we need to redirect to the people don't we Mitch that for just one dollar they can make shit happen can't they they can um. For one dollar, you'll get a a personal, well, you know, per, mass mass recorded group message <laughs> voice voice message, <laughs> but by me, from me, from the very bottom of my heart, that will go out to your souls. Um, you do they get the video? Do they get the like the one dollar ones? Don't get the video. They don't get no. the video oh, they, they get Sorry the guys, YouTube, they do get the YouTube one, but they get the behind the scenes extra stuff that the five dollar patrons get. Yeah. So well, there there is a whole bunch of behind the scenes stuff that we're doing and extra things that we're that we're you know recording each week that's the word that yeah, I was yeah. after but at the very least you will get the message from me and we've hit our monthly goal yes for you to thank go you into a monthly I can't believe that one a, week yeah one week a monthly prize draw so you're going to get stuff back from it like it's not it's not just more of our voices we're actually going to be doing giveaways for our subscribers only once a month um the first one homer mr potato head our end goal is to be able to bring you Podcasts every day of the week Monday to Friday mm. Mitch and Dando in your ears and the way to make that happen is if all you guys out there listening donate $1 a month just subscribe to Patreon for $1 per month it will happen mm. every day of the week there'll be a new podcast it'll be a Seinfeld a Futurama a Simpsons and we'll let you guys pick the other two but uh, Mitch hang and Dando on. hang on what? <laughs> I ju- what I tuned out for two seconds did I just get committed to doing more things not- <laughs> <laughs> I like to do that when you're not paying attention as yeah. soon as you go for a swig of beer yeah. more stuff happening yeah. alright <laughs> That's okay, I never need to eat. <laughs> but, <laughs> so, yes, if you can subscribe to us on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash four-finger discount, really would appreciate it. Now, let's get into the review. So, the original air date was January 14th, 1993. We were right last week when we said that it was going to be the last episode of 1992. Mm. There must have had two-week gaps in between episodes back then, I don't know why. Or well, maybe it was just a timing with holidays or something like Possibly, that. that could yeah. have been Something else on at that time. Yep, yep. In, um, 90, nine, in 1992. In 1993. Chopboard gag was I Will Not Eat Things for Money, and the couch gag was The Simpsons Sit on the Couch, followed by four rows of Springfield's residents sitting mm-hmm. in front of them. Now, kick it off, Mitch. What happens at the start? Uh, we kick off with the one of the best parodies. Uh, for no reason. Apropos of it just, nothing. It just happens for no reason, yeah. but it's hilarious. Yeah. the um, Like, you get the whistle. It's, it's just a straight rip of The Flintstones. And the I guess... Dabba-dabba-doo. I guess, in a way, it's a, a nod of the, the cap to, you know, know that The Simpsons are really carrying the torch that The Flintstones started being a kind of sitcom, cartoon, primetime, primetime family. You know, essentially a kids' show, but also aimed at adults. Yeah. Um, so, it's it, I thought it was a really nice homage to, you know, to kind of... In a way, say thank you to what's come before them, mm, yeah, and like respectfully, yeah. But also, then you know, take the piss out of it. And it's one of those songs where whenever I hear the Flintstones now, it's like in my head I'm thinking of the Simpsons version, yeah. Even for Futurama fans, whenever people sing Happy Birthday now, I sing the Futurama Birthday song. Do you know the have the Futurama Happy Birthday song? Uh, hit me with it. Uh, Today's your birthday, what a day for a birthday. But then at the end, Fry says, "And you smell like one, uh, two, yeah, of course." <laughs> So, obviously, we get the Simpsons uh, Flintstones parody. You know why that is, actually? Why is that? The, the birthday song is under copyright. That's but why they did that? Happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you. You'll never hear that or see that in TV show or any movie. Me? Yeah, no, because it, it costs shitloads to be able to put that in something. Who owns the rights to it? I wouldn't have a clue. Disney? But no, no, I, I don't know who owns it, but it is a copyrighted song. That's why it's... Ne- like. You wouldn't be able to name anything where that song yeah. was actually sung. Yeah, that's, it's always this? Yeah. for "He's a Jolly Good Fellow" or um, that sort of thing. I'm sure I've heard that before or something for "He's a Jolly Good." But they've obviously paid uh, money no, for but it. But that's what I mean. Like they do that instead of oh, the, instead happy of happy Birthday. birthday. Yeah. Oh birthday. Wow, that's I don't even I mean, know if trivia. we can do it. Did you just make that up? No, it's real. I've heard it before. I, I can't remember who told me but That's incredible. <laughs> Sorry, okay. who told me. I can't remember where I heard it. Yeah, yeah. I know that someone in the industry said it once and I went, Oh, I'll take that information. I'll believe you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Lenny and Carl are then sealing up waste. They don't care what's happening to it. They yeah. just want to get out of there. Well, what, what were they speculating? That it was um going to like an abandoned some form of abandoned mine or I heard it's going to one of those southern states with a crooked governor. Like either way, I'm sleeping easier tonight. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> just not our problem anymore. Then Smithers sneaks in, and we get well appears from behind a pole. Yes, and we get a Beverly Hills theme mm. song. This is the second or third time they've used that third theme song. I think they've obviously Radio the Radio Bart was one. What was the other time? Uh, it wasn't wasn't to- that long ago? No, we'll come back to it. Well, we might, <laughs> <laughs> if we remember to. Right in, yes. Mailbagatfourfingerdiscount dot com dot au. Uh, then Mr. Burns and Smithers discussing where they're going to dump all this mm. toxic waste. Mm. No, all those bald children are arousing suspicion. To the park! So they go to the park and they're dumping all the waste. I just love the fact that it's Burns and Smithers doing their own dirty work. Yeah. You never see Burns do this. Yeah, no, the, he, he's not getting a lackey for it. No. This is too this top secret. <laughs> oh, that was actually another one of my questions. I forgot to ask it. Uh. How many drums fit in the last tree? Nine. Nine, yes. Yeah. Well not? Nonsense. <laughs> the last tree held nine barrels and cut to the tree with tentacles for arms. And there's a squirrel with lasers coming yeah. out of its eyes. Yeah. Then we get the first appearance of IPA. Now, these were played a big role in the Simpsons movie. Can I say quickly, by the way, mm-hmm. that because this is an episode that's so different in tone, in that it's more wacky in the, in its humour and it's not based in reality, the opening few minutes are crucial to set that up. Like The fact that they have the Flintstones yeah. parody is perfect for it because it kind of opens you up to be able to then have that joke about the radioactive tree, mind, yeah. lasers with you know, laser-eye squirrels and all that sort of stuff. If you've bought into that, then they can do whatever they want for the next 20 minutes. Come to think of it, we were sort of complaining, or not complaining, but talking about how and Nemo beaming away was unrealistic. Fucking squirrel with lasers and an octopus tree. I wasn't complaining about I know, it. you weren't <laughs> complaining, but we were just acknowledging the fact that mm. they think Graining wouldn't agree to that because it's not realistic. Yeah, But yet, they, they worried about else, octopus yeah, tree. exactly. By everything that's come before it, you're not going to have an issue with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Ypres arrive and they arrest Burns. They send him to court and he arrives as Hannibal Lecter. It felt very kind of untouchables. That that moment as well it was like Elliot mm. Ness Rolling yeah. in on him Yep 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 uh, But yeah obviously He's just as Hannibal Lecter When he arrives at the uh, court Which yep. was just Little it, There's just non-stop gags In this isn't Yeah it? even Did you see the um, The court logo No I didn't Up no. above the door Liberty and justice for most Oh really Yeah uh. Actual logo being Liberty and justice for all Yeah for all, for all. Yeah 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 uh, He gets fined Three million dollars Did you notice that Judge Schneider's voice Wasn't correct here It was a little oh, bit It no. wasn't as deep As it normally is Okay Anyway Maybe so he had a cult uh, He gets charged uh, fined Three million dollars Smithers my wallet's in my right front pocket. Oh, and uh, I'll take that statue of justice too. Sold! In the newspaper, it's got Burns with a smile on his face and Smithers, Smithers lugging the statue. Smithers just taking it down the <laughs> stairs. I love that. It's only so totally like a, a freeze frame shot. You'd see it for half a second. It's, yeah, it's just a sort of cut to Homer reading the newspaper. Yeah. Not really paying attention. And what was Homer reading? Uh, Here's a fun little tidbit. I should have written it down. I should have had it. I knew you were going to write it down. He was reading Andy Cap. Um, so, uh, what was his quote? Um, oh, Andy Cap, you wife beating drunk. Wife beating drunk, Are you yeah. aware of Andy Cap cartoons? No. I looked them up today because of this. Yeah. They sort of ran, I believe, in the 50s was when they started, but it was... When it would be allowed for that to happen yeah, in the cartoon. Yeah, it was like an English, um, English-based um, English strip, uh, and he was just a, a drunk misogynist. That, really? That's pretty much all it was. Like, that was the gag? Yeah. Like, it was one panel cartoons. Like, one of the ones that I saw was Andy Cap sitting in front of a TV... Um, and on the TVs, like a lady holding a microphone wearing a fairly low-cut top with cleavage and, like, whatever the name of the artist was. Artista. Like, such-and-such and such was Andy's favourite artist. He always loved looking at her voice. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was like, oh, that's... And that was just in the newspaper? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Fair enough. Can you imagine if that happened now? Oh, there'd be they riots. would burn the newspaper place down. <laughs> Yeah. It would be outrage. It would be... Social media outrage. Could you imagine Clementine Ford getting out of that? <laughs> There'd be all those videos with people holding up signs that don't actually they don't speak, that just has the words written on it. Yeah. You've offended me. Yeah. Next sign. <laughs> anyway, continue. So, the family are discussing what they should do with the money. Mm. Lisa, well, March notices that there's going to be a town meeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Lisa suggests the virtual reality glasses. Now, is it Genghis Khan that's in the video? It is Genghis Khan. You'll go where I go. Defile defile. Defile what I defile. defile. Uh, what's the other one? Eat who I eat. eat. Who I eat. <laughs> Bart wants to build giant robotic and, ants and yeah. actually kills Skinner. Yeah. I I guess, I, it doesn't. It's not as startling because there's no blood. Hmm. But I remember as a kid, his arms are waving around. And he still screams, so it kind of shows that there's some form of sentience going on. Yeah, he's not entirely dead, but he's not in a good way. Yeah, just, he prefers not to be in two pieces. Hmm. Yeah. And was that? Oh, yeah. was He that prefers things? not to be in two pieces. Yeah. <laughs> And then Marge, says, this is. Is there mis- anyone out there listening that would prefer to be in two pieces? Run right in, maybe magician's assistant. <laughs> so magicians always on the lookout. Yeah, always on the lookout. <laughs> always on the lookout. Must for want some- to be in two pieces. <laughs> Marge is then suggests that she get something that the Must town. Not be allergic to tigers. We, we should get something that the town's all proud of. My favourite line from Homer for the whole episode: mm-hmm. a giant billboard that says "No fat chicks." <laughs> no. <laughs> That's a genuine suggestion from Homer. Because I would be, he would be proud of that. Well, he's just been reading Andy handicaps. So yes. that, <laughs> it fits in. He's <laughs> been twisted. Do you reckon they meant to do that? Possibly. Possibly. Yeah. Yeah. So they're at the town meeting, and I think everyone from Springfield's here. Burglars, and burglars, they're burgers, they're just, stealing shit. This town's so stupid. Yeah, <laughs> that couldn't possibly ever happen. Do you, do, you, do you think there's towns in America or anywhere in the world where the entire town population? Uh, yeah, would be at a meeting in the world. Yes, I tell. It when be I was a small place. When I was though. in New Zealand, I went to a town that had a population of like sixty. Yeah, I guess a town... Some, something big what? enough happened there. Like, Christ, the school the school play would have everyone come to it. <laughs> you could host a town meeting in the driveway. Yeah, <laughs> pretty, pretty much. Like a good game of backyard cricket as the entire town show up. Everyone just wants uh, Quimby to just get to the money, get to the money. What, what are the other things that bring up? Like actual matters that... The, last, the notes from the last one and stuff like that. Just oh, get to the yeah, money. Yeah, we, we need to go through the minutes. Yes. Get yeah. to the money. All right, then. The two uh, the, million dollars. How we go about <laughs> spending the two million dollars. Don't you mean three million dollars? Yes, of course. <laughs> how silly of me. Just in case they didn't realise. Uh, I think it's Maud Flannis that suggests firefighters. Mm. Boring! <laughs> <laughs> and then we get Snrub. Mr. Snrub. Hello, my name is Mr. Snrub. And I come from uh, someplace far away. Yes, that'll do. Anyway, I I say we invest that money back in the nuclear plant. I like the way Snrub thinks. Burns backwards obviously. Yeah, it's yeah. just so perfect. It's, it's so hilarious. blatantly burns. Hello, I'm Mr. Snrub and I'm from some place far away. Yes, that'll do. Yes, <laughs> that'll do. <laughs> 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 Don't bother this. And then the exit. Like once Superville. once they all turn Smithers with I like the way Snrub thinks. Yeah. Once they all turn on him, yeah. Well, uh, Supervillain or even Batman. Like it's yeah. always he uses like a, you know, bat claw style out of the building just clutches on Smithers it's- and and ascends and then everyone goes back to their lives it reminds me something. yeah just straight back that, to it like that for me is a pu- perfect Conan O'Brien joke oh yeah this whole episode is really but to me that exit reminds me of something that like, Tommy Lee Jones would have done as Two-Face yeah ba- was it Batman and Robin Batman and Robin yeah ba- no Batman Forever he was in Batman Forever Batman and Robin sorry had- you are correct Batman and Robin was yes the bad one yeah no, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Batman and Robin was Schwarzenegger Mr. Mr. Freeze yeah uh, yeah, but no, Batman Forever. The uh, you're at, Well, to adapt the line, your exit was good, his was better. Yes. Then Apu suggests let's get more police because I got shot three times or whatever. Eight, it is. eight times. Eight times. And it uh, nearly forced me to take a day off I work. I almost missed work. Yeah. Cry, baby. <laughs> yeah, this is, here we go. Yeah, that's right. Marjorie has an idea. She says, it might be boring, but just stay with me. And Kumi's like, that's okay. I'll keep my stuff <laughs> occupied with these pornographic playing cards. Playing cards. Uh, Did you should... ever get those? I've got Did some. Did you? <laughs> no, not pornographic. I've, Somehow, got, I've got them with, um, Remember that zoo magazines that still happen? Yeah, uh, is that, is no, that, I don't think Pulled that Put on it, yeah. But I think I've got like a, a set of Ralph playing cards, it's just okay. chicks and bikinis. Yeah, I never, right. I never used it <laughs> because of the fact that, like, what would happen when we're in high school, like you know, 13, 14, 15, we would occasionally go on these trips to the Victoria markets in Melbourne, mm. and that would be like you could find a kind of you know, the the right sort of person that would look the other way at, at age limits who would sell those playing cards to you. Now, I never had any, but, you know, you'd be driving... Oh, no, 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 no. No, personally, no. I didn't, but you'd be driving... I was too. Well, you didn't bi- need to, you were a ladies' man. I was too busy buying churros and stuff like that to worry <laughs> about that, um, the more important matters of life. But that you'd be on the bus on the way back and they'd be passing around giggling about them in the background. Because of that reason, even now, as like a 28-year-old man, if I come across those playing cards, there's a little part of me that's sort of like, oh, shit. Mum might be around or yeah. something like that. Like, I like, oh, I can't get caught with these. That's <laughs> like when you're watching a movie, right? And Nicola might be in bed. Oh, my God. Sorry. Continue. No, you go, but this happened. Something have <laughs> like a sex scene or something or whatever. I'll mute it. So yeah. I'm like, it's, so they won't wake up. just a movie. Yeah. <laughs> Look, what am I being about? The other day, my mother was over. I turned, I'm flicking through Foxtel. Um, American Pie 2, I think, might have been on. No, American Pie 3. Um. Anyway, what w- scene was it? I'll tell you which movie. A scene with nudity. Like oh, so it wasn't a, it wasn't like groaning or moaning it was just no, boobs it was, it was one where like they brought three strippers in it might have been the bucks I think it was the buck second or party. third one yeah yeah, yeah, yeah third yeah. one but anyway like that came in and I went oh no nah, I can't do this and then he, like put on <laughs> Oprah or something <laughs> Doctor Phil just to make sure nothing's happening here nothing's happening here yeah. So, obviously, uh, Marge discusses the terrible state of Main Street and all the potholes. Mm. And we discussed earlier, it's home of the piano. And what else is that causes the potholes? You said the... It was mostly People that. leaving shit on their cars. The yeah, people or... leaving the snow chains on their tires. That's it, yeah. And then the, the classic popcorn guy yeah. going down. Whoa! <laughs> Grandpa it's intro. A, it's the sarcastic yeah. guy. It's the first, Whoa. one of the few times the sarcastic guy actually cops at himself. Oh, the wise guy, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wise guy, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Grandpa interrupts, we could fix Main Street, we could throw our eggs in one basket. Everyone just gets on board. What is that? I'm not for it, I'm against it. Yeah. All in favour of going with Grandpa's idea. Hi. <laughs> and Marge just sort of, she doesn't care, as long as her idea is getting through. Yeah. She's like, okay. She's like, Main Street, Main Street. Yeah. She's very proud, I very like happy. that it's one of the few times that Marge has listened to. Yeah It doesn't actually No one shuts her down like, no. For some reason When she said I've got an idea I was expecting everyone to go "Oh, yeah. Here we go no, It doesn't happen they, I, I believe it does happen at some point They though. all buy in For the most part in yeah. This. yeah And then of course Cue Mr. Lyle Landley mm. We can't do this scene any justice No we can't I, I Honestly <laughs> I didn't even Have a look at my entire notes I've, I've just got Lyle Landley walks in Oh yeah I didn't even write that much It's top line on that What if I wrote Landley? Yeah. Enter <laughs> Landley <laughs> And that's all I wrote Until the next scene <laughs> Because everyone knows it, there's no, there's nothing that I can add. If to you it. have the Simpsons CDs, it's got the entire thing on yeah. it, and I just not word for word. Let's yeah. not do it. Look, I don't think we can play the whole thing either because it's like more than twenty five seconds. What, yeah. what part should we play? Um, the actual song, monorail, monorail. Even that goes for a little bit too. Let's long. Just, I'll, I'll divide it up into two clips. I just love the Homer's <laughs> mule. mule. He doesn't get it. Yeah, <laughs> just the word mule. <laughs> I'm actually gonna, I'm gonna make a list of words, ordinary words that make Simpsons fans laugh, and mule is gonna mule, go in there. Yeah. Mule, yes. Yeah, just words like that. I hear those things are awfully loud It glides as softly as a cloud Is there a chance the trap could bend? Not on your life, my Hindu friend What about us Brendan slobs? You'll be given cushy jobs Were you sent here by the devil? No good, sir, I'm on the level The ring came off my pudding can Take my penknife, my good man I swear it's Springfield's only choice Throw up your hands and raise your voice Monoray! What's it called? Monoray! Once again Obviously, Homer at the end. Classic. Just yeah. Homer being Homer. Just yeah. little things like that. Conan O'Brien, writing genius. I wish he mm. had written more episodes of The Simpsons. I don't know why they didn't let him... Maybe because they felt he was too crazy. No, he there. got the... He I know got he got the show. The, he got the tonight I know he got the job, but he didn't write many episodes himself. He was there for three or four seasons. I don't think he was there for that long. No? By the time... I'm sure, like, when... Um, Bucket's Famous went to air. He was well intru- Like, he had already gotten the show. Oh, I know that. that yeah, point. yeah. Yeah. So, the last one he, the air that he wrote, I believe, is Homer Goes to College. Yeah, right. Maybe by that point he was doing freelance stuff or something. Good, like you can't do a Tonight Show and then still. I just not even prior to this. To if he stuff. was this fucking good, how did it take him to get the season four before they said thought realized this guy can actually th- write funny stuff? When did he join? I don't think he was on the the cast. I thought he. I, was, I don't think he was in the crew for that long. I thought he was in season two. Could be wrong. No, I I I just assumed season four was when he came on board. Ah, uh, okay. And you know that a number of writers went out. and He came in like that. He's a very talented man. Insanely talented. M- imagine how many more episodes we had, had got great episodes like this. If only he but hadn't gone on to The Tonight Show uh, and, and earned his millions his and millions career. of dollars. Selfish son of a bitch. But do you think maybe if he had stayed with the show that he would have taken it down a direction completely different? Where it would have become Could maybe have. maybe too wacky? Where no, this, I don't think it would have been too wacky. Where this would have become... Or do you think because he had Sam Simon and James L Brooks to steer him in, like well, sort of I've keep got him under no, control? I've got no issue with too wacky. If it, like my biggest thing from any episode to episode, and it's the same with movies establish whatever rules you're going to play by in that episode and then play by them. I've got absolutely no problem with that. Episode by episode basis. Yeah, I, that's fine with me for a kind of for any sitcom really. The when only, there's no continuing but, story, particularly yeah. for a cartoon, the only time I get annoyed is if they've set rules like like it's all very grounded in reality and then at the very end something completely against all of that happens that's when I roll my eyes and go you can't do that but in this one it's been wacky from start to finish that's said, fine by me with the octopus tree and the squirrel they set yeah. it up from the very beginning and the Flintstone stuff yeah good point so we get, come back from commercial and or, I'm not sure it was even after commercial anyway it's got the family singing Manorail 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 yeah, it's just in the car like, I still think we should have spent it on Main Street well you should have wrote a song like that guy <laughs> sums <laughs> up Springfield doesn't it mm. as long as he's written a song we'll go with it <laughs> I love too, in the when Landley arrives. We're twice as smart as the people of Shelbyville. Just yeah. tell us your idea, and we'll vote, we'll for, vote, it. vote for it. <laughs> <laughs> so then, Lyle Landley goes to the school. Hmm. He really does the media rounds, doesn't he? For like a brief period of time, he's on TV. Just the whole he's at town, the yeah. He's just yeah. he's everywhere. It's he schmouten. must have a bit of um financial backing behind himself of all the rorts he's pulled on people. A little bit of that, and I guess just a little bit of sleazy salesman pitching his idea to everyone making sure they're all on board hitting on Miss, Miss Hoover yeah, I find that hard to believe <laughs> oh. absolute smooth talker yeah. so then we get the question from Ralph can he outrun the Flash or can he outrun the Flash sure, sure. can Superman outrun the Flash yeah why not why not and Lisa asks the question what is her question uh, her question is like it, make, it makes like sense logistical like, sense and hello like what I like is he patronises her to begin with he's like hello little girl would you like to know yeah. if your dolly can ride the mountain rail for free that's her <laughs> <Yeah>. just hardly <laughs> I'd like you to explain why we should buy a mass transit system in a small town with a centralised population. Makes logistical sense. Yeah. Um, It's like, you know, that's the smartest question I've ever been told. I could give you an answer, but it would be too complicated for everyone else here to understand it. Basically, I don't want to answer the question. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm not answering the question. But he just flatters her. Kind of goes, all right, this is a smart one. I'm going to talk about how smart she is. And she just... Buys into it instantly. Knows how to work people over. Yeah, and it was good too how they had her say hardly at the start to just emphasise she's got her back against the wall. Yeah, she wants to bring him down. Yeah, and she, she still, somehow managed to get through her. Yeah, and then obviously <laughs> you there with the pace eating the paste eating the paste. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Homer's then watching truckosaurus on TV, the Brando one. Coming soon, it's Truckosaurus, the movie, starring Marlon Brando as the voice of John Truckosaurus. You crazy car, I don't know whether to eat you or kiss you. Celebrity voice impersonated. That's where we get the Landly, um on the TV doing the commercial about how you can become a, a monorail conductor. I love that you get like Pizarro Homer in this. It's like, guy dressed exactly the same way, mirror yeah. image, but with some with hair. With some hair, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Homer obviously gets sucked in. I want to be a monorail conductor. It's my lifelong dream. <laughs> Your lifelong dream was to run out on the baseball game, uh, run out on the field in the middle of a baseball game. And you did that last year. Mm. Idiot ruins game. I love <laughs> his memory of, oh, yeah. yeah. Not just any game. Uh, did you notice in the newspaper? No. Uh, isotope's forfeit pennant. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Jesus. And look. Yeah. Just, that just nails it. Makes it so good. Then we get to the Lanley Institute of Monorail conducting. Yeah. <sighs> so good. I love just the, the opening. opening. Before we begin, is anyone here an investigative reporter? Uh, yeah, I am. And she is. Good. I'd like you to leave. <laughs> <laughs> going to take a secret camera as well? Yeah. I love Please. when he <laughs> takes the <laughs> helmet off. And yeah. like, the thing on his head didn't need to be there. Yeah. Because the camera's hilarious. So good. <laughs> then uh Bart is testing Homer on the monorail quiz and Homer just guesses are this true or false. True or false. You can get mono from riding the monorail. Mm, false. No, wait, maybe it's true. No, you were right, it's false. Wow, you really are gonna be a monorail conductor. I love throughout the whole episode that Bart is so proud of Homer. Yeah. From start to finish, even at the end, you're or a hero. Like yeah. the whole episode, except for the part Think harder, Homer. Yeah, he's <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's still being helpful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's problem solving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had the funny line too of, I thought you had a emasculating dead-end job, but now I want to grow up to be just like you. <laughs> and then we yes. see Barney driving the crane or yeah, what's the word? Conducting um, the crane? Well, not conducting. It's, yeah. just so signaling what to do. Yeah. Just telling the driver what to do. Pointing. Hi, Homer. Yeah. Wave's funny. You know, wouldn't normally wave like that, but it's perfect for the gag. Yeah. Drops it. I hate that sound. Yeah. Marge and Homer Then in bed Hang okay, just before that We've so we missed one funny line From Homer okay. uh, On the subject of Bart being proud about him um, There's just too many lines We're going to miss some of them Do you want to change your name To Homer Junior Oh god how did I miss that I've got The kids can call you Hoju I'll get back to you <laughs> He's like I don't want to embarrass you yeah. I don't want to make you feel bad But no 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 that's <laughs> not going to happen The friends can call you Hoju Oh so good We should get a tattoo that says Hoju <laughs> I should change my name Why not For a week Legally Marge and Homer are then in bed. If, I get to fi- if we get to $5,000 a month on Patreon, I will change my name to Hoju. I'll do it as well. For one week. <laughs> <I'll-> <laughs> legally. We will legally do that. How great would that be? <laughs> That'd be pretty fantastic. That would. Um, I reckon I'll, that would make the news. I'll be Homer Too you man. be Homer Jr. And then they can call you Hoju. Why am I- I'm older than you. Are you? Yes. Okay, well, I'll be Hoju. <laughs> I-, I want to be Hoju. I prefer to be Hoju. <laughs> as we said, Marge and Homer then in bed and Marge is really worried. And then Homer somehow convinces himself with his own hypothetical. Well, what if I slipped on a bar <laughs> oh, of soap yeah. in the shower? Like, what if? What if? What if I slipped on a bar of soap in the shower? Oh my God, I'd be killed! Yeah. <laughs> he convinces himself. That was that was up there for my favourite moments of the entire episode. Yeah. But this whole scene is just hilarious. Mm. It's just... Us <laughs> conductors oh. are a crazy breed. Yeah. <laughs> the um the seduction scene. So, Ash... What have I told like this? Ash... <laughs> actually, Ash wanted me to dedicate this episode to her brother, Trav, because she grew up watching it with him a lot but she'd forgotten about this particular bit so when he started singing she looked at me and just went, is that why you sing to me all the time <laughs> do you sing to Ash? i sing that song in bed i gave yes <laughs> i gave my love a chicken and had and no, no bone. bone what's great about that is there's not even any visual it's just yeah audio. the lights off black screen audio yeah. what mm. if i talk like this chicken <laughs> <laughs> i gave my love a chicken so good how the fuck do you write that I how don't do you, know. how do you, I'm going to have really Homer sing that know. song to Marge. <laughs> what if I talk like this? It's just so fucking funny. It's so, It really just epitomizes what it's like to have a goofball husband. Yeah. Because I think we've both been in that situation. Yeah. I we're, yeah. we're in that. Mo- he's tr- like honestly trying to convince her, like to seduce her. Mm. We do it just to piss our wives off, just well, act like idiots. A bit of both. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. So we then cut to. <laughs> Mono means one. And rail means rail. And that concludes our intensive three-week course. Looks at the pad with the drawing, basically. Well, who's going to be the conductor? Just awards it to Homer because he's the first uh, person that he sees. This gentleman. Who, me? Yeah, you. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Woohoo! hoo Homer's very proud. Brockman then announces it. Just a quick gag yep. so he can put the file photo of all the cigarettes in his mouth. Yep. I love the file photos. We need to yep. get all of them put together in the collection. Homer then gives a tour of the monorail, or, or another tattoo idea as we approach our hundred thousand likes on Facebook. Yeah, it's coming. It's not far away. Mm. We're on ninety nine thousand two hundred as we record this. Mm. I can't wait. Yeah, it's getting dangerously close. <laughs> oh, no, I can't wait. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get several Simpson tattoos. Several. No, I'm not. I'm not. That's a lie. I'm not. Anyway, gonna be covered. Homer uh, is giving a tour of the monorail. This is my cup holder for my beverage or, or cupcake. cupcake. <laughs> I don't know why well, that's funny. It's just the way he delivers it, I think. Anyway, hmm. but as again, so proud of his dad, he can't yep. believe it. Then we find the possums. Yes, which is apparently Matt Granny's absolute favourite line, besides you kill the zombie Flanders. Killed the zombie Flanders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <gasps> There's a family of possums in here I call the big one Beatty He's not scared by the fact There's a dead possum in there With babies eating it He named it, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I named the big one Beatty Yeah I love Yeah it is a very funny gag What is sh- the positive of it What should be like a Oh my god this is here And have him go Oh I didn't realise yeah, yeah we're friends Yeah I'm, I've <laughs> named it Yeah don't, don't hurt him It's like me right Nicola will be laying in bed and Nicola go Oh there's a spider on the wall I'm like yeah no He's been there for a few days mm. Don't you hurt him Just leave him there Nickel's like no, no fuck that I'm going to kill it burn them <laughs> just burn them all burn the house burn them all so uh, March says we're going to go see Landly because I had an epic battle with a huntsman once I'll talk about it a little later on for the VIP podcast ah like, oh, yeah it's almost worthy I, I'll tell you what I've got like three fantastic spider stories that we can do as a VIP <laughs> as a VIP <laughs> podcast Patreon exclusive yeah I'm looking forward to this yeah. I'm sure the listeners are it's as well. Just one on its own wouldn't it's have the worked. The fact that you used the word, I didn't. This wasn't. I killed a spider. I had a battle. Uh, it was, it was <laughs> intense. We need to like get this animated, it's sort 20, of like the sign, sign animation. Twenty-five minutes of my life dealing with a huntsman. Stay tuned, folks. Yeah. Subscribe <laughs> so to Patreon for two dollars a month, and you get access to Mitch versus a, a battling a spider. Yeah, I'm intrigued. I yeah, can't wait. Now it's good, and then the uh, the subtext of the story. Um, actually, the story could be called "How I Defeated the Evil Spider," or how I learned to stop worrying and realize that one of my friends was a real animal lover. Okay. So, that'll that'll do. There's the tease. <laughs> Two dollars or more and you can have a listen to it. So, where were we? Okay, March says, I'm going to go see it landly because something's not quite right. There's dead possums and it's just, I don't know, something doesn't feel right. Hmm. She goes to his office. He's not there. Walks in, finds a notepad. Yep. I love the fact that he's, he's so cocky. He even drew himself. Drew himself. Me, burning people. On drew the-, the monorail on fire. I love, like, now what that, I that, like that is- That seems stupid at first. When he first leaves the um, monorail training room, like, that's when you first get the reveal that all he cares is about is the money. But it's not, like, this then escalates it. This is the first time you realise that anyone might actually be in danger. Yes, yeah, that's true. And Marge, he obviously walks in. How much did you see? Uh, nothing incriminating. Good. Well, bye. I don't know why I leave this lying around. Which is what makes up for the fact that they're so stupid that he leaves it around. Yeah. It's blatantly pointed out. Why yeah. do I leave this laying yeah. around? It's obviously just there to further the story, mm. but the fact that they acknowledge it just makes it even funnier. Yeah. So Marge is then really concerned. She's driving home, and we get the repetitive what, gag not where- Not driving the, home. Oh, she's driving- he, no, She's, she's driving just North, driving. Yeah, yeah. But I, turns out she's driving to North Haverbrook. I Haverbook. thought she got the idea to turn- Yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah, she's driving North Haverbrook, and she's got the- um I've of Manurell's to Broadway, North Haverbrook. And so, by Yeah, is there a chance the track could bend? And what is he? I call the big one Bidy. Yeah. Repeat, it's yeah. The, the Hello Joe yeah. kind of animation yep. yep. She drives to North Haverbrook where which is one of the pe- places where landy um fucked over. Yep. Gets to the town is pretty much just completely abandoned. Just a ghost town. Billboard, home of the monorail. It almost looks like a setting from Fallout 3 or 4 or something like that. It's just, it's what Springfield would have become had they not intervened. Go away, there ain't no monorail and there never was. (laughs) Monorail Cafe. (laughs) (laughs) And then Sebastian Cobb, a great one-time only character in Rockstar. Who voiced Cobb? I tried to look into that briefly it is somebody was it a guest or was it one of the crew isn't it harry is it harry i think he had me as one of harry's one time only characters let's just double check though sebastian cobb i'll just google hang on i'm pretty sure it's harry sebastian cobb is voiced by getting there any relation to voiced by harry shearer voiced by harry shearer yeah i was gonna say any relation to the to the Cobb from inception or Cobb loaf i was purely (laughs) trying to fill time on (laughs) <laughs> purely trying to fill time with words that a cob <laughs> would fit in. Uh, so, he introduced himself, reveals the broken monorail that was... In the Australian version, he was known as Sebastian Cobber. Yes, that is true. <laughs> uh, the broken monorail from <laughs> North Avril. I Brook, amused myself way too much with that. <laughs> Mar- Marge's like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? You, you better just have a damn, damn good, good conductor. I think I locked my keys in there. <laughs> Let's Get a rock. <laughs> That's a great segue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really good. Great way to go to commercial as well. Mm. Cut back from commercial, and it's the maiden voyage of the monorail. Now, can you name the th- four guests that appear? Uh, well, Crossy the Clown yeah, with, and his with his little baby. Yes. Um, Luke Perry from 90210. But they call him Kyle Darren from 90210. But did you get what the show was called? Not not, not Beverly was it not Hills. called Beverly Hills? Springfield Heights nine zero two one zero. Oh, I didn't even catch that. Ka- I just Kyle heard- Darren, but he looks like Luke Perry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. And kind of. I just love the smile and yeah. all of the wrinkles. The first um, one was called Dash Calhoun. Now I googled oh, it. Ah, right. It's a name of a black rapper in America. Okay. But there's nothing back then. I don't know what they were trying to go for. There it might yep. be a gag that I'm missing. Yep. You know what it is? Mailbagoffourfingerdiscount.com. And then Lorraine was the fourth one after ch- just getting out of the Betty Ford Clinic. Yes. Yes. I loved with the Luke Perry one, the Kyle Derham that they say he's sexy. Whatever. He's 34 years old because. Yeah. It's just taking the piss out of all those teen shows where they're playing young people, but they're like yeah. in their 30s. Like the OC, for example. Yeah. They're like 30. Yeah, all of them. And all and the girls are like, oh, I and the guy's like, why don't you look as old as him and as mature as him? Because he's, he's a grown man. That's why. I'm 17. Yeah, Adrian Brody was like 65 years old during the filming of the OC. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Adrian? Adam, Adam Brody. Adam Brody, I believe. Yeah, ladies. my bad. Um, uh, fantastic, and thank you for smoking. That's the only thing I've ever really enjoyed him in. The other... Thing about, oh, home and away is the other show that I was thinking of. Like, they're all these all these twenty six year olds just dressed in schoolgirl uniforms. Pre- Don't get me wrong, pretending it's, it's to be hot. fourteen. <laughs> it's, it's pretending it's uncomfortable that they're dressed young though. Yeah, yeah, like you feel like you shouldn't be able to be attracted to them. Quimby then introduces Leonard Nimoy. Has no idea who he is. May the force be with you. Oh, yeah. Sorry, that's right. <laughs> so, well, I like his opening line. Like His is exactly what someone in that situation would say. And I li- It's that little joke just yeah. to sort of... Well, I'd say this vessel could do a Warp 5. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the, the crowd's like, yeah, yeah, that's kind yeah. of funny. And may I just say, may the force be with you. Do you even know who I am? I think I do. Weren't you one of the little rascals? <laughs> My favourite could be light of all time. <laughs> I, I thought your favourite of all time was, how many bras do I get? Well, that's good, but I like. I prefer this. <laughs> it's just something about <laughs> so it. Stupid. I can't even say why. It just is. As we said, Quimby has just introduced Leonard Nimoy. And uh, Landley's then seen lugging his money away by Lisa. I like that the suitcases were exa- drawn in that exactly the same way as his drawings in the notebook oh, small too, thing yeah. but it's a cool touch with little bit, like bits of green back hanging out yeah. the sides they're so heavy full of yeah. money that you can't even get it into the car properly yeah. well little lady i'd love to but i got a plan to catch the ride only takes a minute yeah well my plan leaves in less than a minute <laughs> <laughs> such a landy line mm. so homer starts the monorail and it immediately starts falling apart and and sebastian rock up oh we're too late we Sorry. shouldn't have stopped for that haircut <laughs> it's, i think it's i i shouldn't have stopped that's either. a better line yeah like it's the fact that it's he's there to save the day but it's entirely his fault like, I shouldn't have stuff for that. Text. And in fact, he's got his sideband trimmed off. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a crew cut now. <laughs> it's just, it's perfect. I think that's, that would be Cobb's best line in the whole episode. Have to yeah. be. It's pretty much, it's the only real funny one that he's got. Pretty much, Besides, yeah, yeah your husband's cowardly, cowardly scream or whatever. Yeah. There's nothing really one-liner from him. Everyone then is relaxed and happy in the monorail because <laughs> they don't know shit's going bad. Now, there's a few yes. things on the walls here. Okay. Uh, did you take any, pay any attention to the artwork? I just saw that you had Quimby talking to Luke Perry. That's all I saw. Okay. And Nimoy. So they were talking in front of a photo of the Hindenburg Ah. as it crashed and burned. Then, as the camera pans around, you might want to get this up. Okay. I don't know if this has ever appeared on the lists of The Simpsons predicting the future or not. Dando is bringing it up now. Okay, season four. I'm finding it. Marge versus the Monorail. What with it? I don't want to tell you what I think it looked like because just before that, I nearly nailed it in the right spot. Did too. Well done. (laughs) Here we go. Okay, so it's starting right now. Actually, okay, Sebastian Cobb and Marge have just arrived. Might have actually been in that spot. Has this just become an audio commentary? Oh, no, go back. Go, go back? Yeah, go back to where you were. The Seldon break? Before that, when Nimoy was talking. No, no, it's after that. I don't think it is. Trust me, it's about to start right now. We're editing this bit out. No, we're not. See, look, there oh, okay. it is. Okay, yep. So, Hindenburg. Yep. Next picture. Pause. Maybe go a little bit further. Is that the Twin Towers? How much does it look like the World Trade Centre? What the fuck is that? It really, really looks. Like go frame by frame, it looks like ca- the Twin Towers on fire. Well, it looks exactly like it. It's got the smoke coming out exactly where you would think. Like it almost looks if someone had a done a cartoon representation of that, you know, horrible footage. That's what it would look like. Holy shit, we've actually discovered something here. I mean, I think in reality, all that it is is just a building on fire. A skyscraper like, on the fire. The joke is just that it's, you know, maybe towering Inferno or something like that. It's not like that were the, the thing first is though, building ever to be on top. Tar- it looks like the Twin Tower. Well, that's because it's grey in this big, t- t- tall. And there's smoke block. halfway. Halfway. Yeah. yeah. Wow. There we go. I've, so I'm not sure if that does exist on lists or not, but. I spotted that and went, oh my god, Ash, you've got to see this. And she looked and went, uh, it doesn't look like anything. I'm like, what do you mean it doesn't look like anything? I <laughs> said it looks like Twin Towers. You didn't have to say anything. Exactly. Wow. Which is why I didn't want to tell you in case I was crazy. Listeners, we have discovered something here. And you want full credit. I do. Oh, you fucking buzzfeeds, <laughs> don't you be taking fucking credit for this. You heard it first on Four Finger Discount exclusively. That wasn't even a Patreon exclusive. Exactly. That was a fucking free exclusive. Fucking Mashables and Gawkers and your Tumblers. You can all link it back to us. Well done that is the fucking Twin Tower I'm impressed thank you getting back to the episode though that's, that's a Patreon exclusive video right there <laughs> <laughs> so I love Nimoy's story too we mentioned it earlier how he's telling the, how the mechanics of the doors yeah, work it's Me- just like of all of the interesting stuff you could talk about on Star Trek it's <laughs> the least interesting thing that he comes up with but he is so in love with it it's, yeah. like, it's like you won't believe how the yeah. doors open yeah. you, know, you just can't believe it Alrighty, so then everything starts going bad. I think the seldom break, whatever it is, explodes, and the the monorail starts taking yep. off, speeding off the really, roof. Really Before fast. that, we get the sticky head out the window. Oh just yeah, Homer's just before. horrible parenting. <laughs> yeah, just just before something flies past a tree or something. I think it was a power pole. Or okay, something. yeah. Homer can't stop the monorails is speeding off. Yeah, the brakes are not in service. Please take note. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then we get the monorails flying past. Marge's like, "How fast are they going?" Like, yeah. Judging. Judging from husband's cowardly scream, 180 miles per hour, hmm. which is a fucking lot. That's fast. Yeah, that's quick. Yeah. Uh, what is that? 300 k's. Well, point point six. So it's, yeah, it's about 300 k's an hour. Yeah, about that. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Yeah, no thank you. Not mm-hmm. at all. Not when you go on the monorail anyway. Megum, Wiggum's then watching it from a distance. Getting kind of dizzy. I think he might take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> and then we just get a random argument out of nowhere The Quimby. Is it yeah. just a power struggle? Like, what's yeah. The, I don't know. I'll don't. run along, Quimby. I think they're dedicating a phone booth somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it and I was like, this is something that Mitch would just love. Yeah. Just the, the back and forth. It is. That and could be anyone's ass. <laughs> yeah. I got pictures of you. <laughs> it, well, it just makes sense, but it is... F- it's great that they get these two characters and then play them off against each yeah. other. The and way that it would be. like a ma- I can't imagine many mayors and police chiefs get along. And it's so Quimby too for him to say, are we going to say two cars or just one? Uh, <laughs> when they go into... Wiggum. Did I say Quimby, did I? Yeah. Oh, sorry, I meant Wiggum. Yeah. yeah. Just two cars or one. Yeah. And they go to the library and they're reading through the... The old town charter. Town ch- yeah, yeah, town charter. Hey, according to the charter, as chief constable, I'm supposed to get a pig every month and two comely lasses of virtue true. Keep the pig. How many broads do I get? Hey. Hey, hey, let go. You're ripping it. No, you are. No, you are. Let go. That's the charter. <laughs> Meanwhile, the, the monorail is still happening, but yeah. it symbolizes Springfield. The people in power, in charge, yeah. forget what Hopeless. they're doing. Yeah. They're just As forget. it's flying by the window Distracted outside. Distracted by yeah. virgin... Hey, the, you're <laughs> ripping the charter. No, you're ripping it. <laughs> <laughs> Distracted by uh, comely lasses of virtue, true. Mm. And Which fucking, is easy to, yeah, to and, have happen, of course. And pigs. Mm. <laughs> So it cuts back and we get the line that you liked, the solar power. Solar power. Wait a minute. We can just shut off the power. No such luck. It's solar powered. Solar power. When will people learn? Just, I love it. I love, oh, it's just a great example of flipping things on their head. Yes. And it's because the Simpsons are the kind of people who are pro solar power and stuff like that. Well, yeah, generally pro good things. They love Al Gore. Especially in Futurama, they love Al Gore. Yeah. And then we get the solar eclipse just—it compl- fits this yeah. episode perfectly, doesn't it? Yeah. Just out of nowhere, out of nowhere, a solar eclipse, and Leonard Nimoy, perfect line. And as you said before, they kind of wrap it all up, all the wackiness, in the fact that it was just Leonard Nimoy that did it, and you just buy into it because it's well, the episode. Yeah, well, it's—it's a—it it's, just works at the end. Like, it's—I'm not going to genuinely believe that Leonard Nimoy oh, no, helped the anchor stick in a donut. Yeah. <laughs> but the cosmic pun goes, goes on. on. Can we change seats? Yeah. To- Guys, <laughs> just like I've had enough of this guy. He's a fucking weirdo. Alrighty, so then, uh, obviously, the monorail stops, everyone starts celebrating, and the eclipse straight away finishes, and it just mm. takes off again. Landley's then on the plane, and we're going to make a stop in North Haverbrook. North Haverbrook. North Haverbrook. Why, do, why I do I know that, that? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Can you envision Phil Hartman's face when he's acting that? He would have been so into yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. And then, obviously, they were waiting for him. They, yeah. It's I like that he got got. Yes. That he doesn't just get away. It reminds me of a Gavin getting the shit kicked out of him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come here I believe that belongs To Mr. Gilmore Hold <laughs> <laughs> still Uh, Krusty then Attempts suicide Yep Krusty wants out <laughs> The world needs laughter I love that like Nimoy grabs him From probably Two metres below And mm. And Fifteen metres backwards Yeah Like in that time That he would have fallen out Yeah yeah Doesn't yeah. matter Doesn't matter Homer and Bart and then reflecting. I like here too that it's Homer asking Bart, "Are we gonna die?" It's hmm. not Bart; it's not the child asking the adults. The adult yeah. asking the child, but sort of like the the mature one in the situation. Yeah. <laughs> this is when Marge calls up. Homer, Homer, Yellow. Homer, there's a man here who thinks he can help you. Batman? No, he's a scientist. Batman's a scientist. It's not Batman. And it's exactly what every Batman fan <laughs> ever would say. <laughs> Batman is. Not. Like in, in Homer's world, Batman is real. Yeah. So it could have potentially been Batman. Exactly. <laughs> it's not Batman. You need an anchor of some sort. Looks at Bart. It's kind of like when Bart visions his dog as pizza. Yeah. But I just <laughs> think harder, Homer. Because yeah. <laughs> he can hear well. He's Like, you're wrong. Yeah. I'm not an anchor. And <laughs> uh, then he grabs the cowboy lasso. Just because there's a cowboy just on there. It needs to be there. Yes. Yeah. Grabs the M. And with cowboy music as well. Yes. Yeah. Able to pull the M off because it's built mm. shit. Ties it up, throws it in. This is classic. The fact that it ruins the street again—a yeah. little throwback to the very first yep. act. Uh, ruins the main street, cuts down the oldest tree, which then lands on Jebediah Springfield's yep. birthplace. Uh, Siamese twins. This yeah. very a dangerous difficult. and costly procedure. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, can I? This is stealing a joke from Dimitri Martin, but I heard this the other day for the first time. I'm kind of relevant to this episode, or uh, well, to that particular moment. Was um, yeah. Uh, it would really suck to be one. So it would really suck to only have one arm, unless you got arrested. Oh, no, they just got one arm. Where are they going to handcuff you to? Like, what are you doing? What are you putting that really uncomfortable oh, bracelet on my wrist? I'll just true. run away. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Not my joke. Full full credit going to the owner. Speaking of Dimitri Martin, have you seen the, I think it's the second or third episode of his show? Uh, no, but I'm aware of the show. Like, Demetri Martin oh, okay. uh, things or something there's one, like that. There's one where it's two guys who are about to have a... Bit of road rage at each other, mm. and it's them yelling at each other. And one of them will scream something, and then it will cut to what they're actually meaning. So, like, I'm not going to spoil anything because okay. it, it's hilarious. I advise you to check it out. So, just type uh, like Dimitri Martin road rage or something, and okay. it will come up on YouTube. So, get back, and Homer then realizes he throws but the ben M It now sticks into the donut. And how good is the shot where he's like, donuts? Is there anything they can't do? It just it's a, looks great uh, lighting. Uh, yes, on the it sunset. looks really, really yeah. good the sunset. Just, yeah, you know, the, the, the day's been saved, basically. Mm. Dad's. Uh, but it's like I oh, thought. The monorail's got like a airplane-style built-in yeah. rubber slide. <laughs> of all the things they do put yeah. in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, my work is done here. What do you mean your work is done? You didn't do anything. <laughs> didn't I? A little bit silly, but it fits the episode. Really ties it all in well. Mm. Then is it Marge Just doing the voiceover? Like what? what it- yeah, she's kind of doing a. A wrap-up voiceover. Yeah. yeah, like, the, and that was the last time the people of Springfield ever, I don't know the exact line, but it's, yeah, it's kind of, it's almost, and again, this oh, is... Oh, I don't know, mo Like, yeah, that's of <laughs> <like I'm> ending. <laughs> no, well, I was going to say, it's almost like, again, to help buy into the fact that there's so much... Uh, I don't Absurdity. want to say absurd comedy, but wackiness. You know, yeah, wackiness. Um, I, I was trying to come up left with, field. Trying to come up with cleverer word than wackiness, but um, surrealist comedy that'll Free work. Idea. It's the fact that her telling her that, uh, thus uh, her telling us that at the end makes it almost seem like a fairy tale. And again, yeah, gives. That's why I've got absolutely no. I'm going to nitpick about a single thing that's unrealistic in the show because it all fits. It's one of those episodes where it's just a one and done, isn't it? Mm. There weren't many of these episodes. Were there any other episodes like this where they're so wacky? Cape Fear was wacky to an extent, but it still... It didn't feel out of this world. There was nothing that couldn't happen in the real world in Cape Fear, really. Where this Not one... Not much. You can't be trampled by an elephant and get away with it. I've that seen, is true, yeah. I've seen enough of World's Wildest Police videos to know that that doesn't end well. They did have... Random stuff like the uh, the Thompsons where they did the random catch mm. game mid episode and stuff, but nothing really compares to Madras and the Murder in regards to wackiness. That's, that's, I can't think of, the top, of the top of my head. Top of my head, no. But I don't want to rule it out either. No, nah, no, nah, because it could have happened. But people listening, oh, you fucking forgot this one. Yeah. Anyway, what did you think? Final thoughts. Fantastic episode. No, if if all you want is laughter, this is, the, this top, is the episode. One of before. the top three episodes of all time. I wouldn't put it in my top three because I like Simpsons for a different reason. Okay. If I'm just going by laughs per minute, then obviously this would fit in there. It doesn't really tell a good enough story for me though. But I suppose it does make me laugh. Yeah, it's, it's a touchy one. It's, uh, it'd be my top ten. I wouldn't put it in top three. Anyway. What do we learn, Palmer? So what did you learn from this episode, Mitch? Uh, mono, uh, the, Fuck the, you. I knew you were going to say that. That's mine. A, that monorail comes from the Latin. I'll come up with something else if you like. No, no. No? All right. Well, what else did you learn? You stole my line. Well, I make one up on the spot every week, so you can do it now. Uh, there's nothing donuts can't do. Is that good enough? It's absolutely true, yeah. <laughs> it's just I already knew <laughs> did that. Did you see the guy who posted on her Facebook page, I believe it was, the mm. pictures of donuts no. No, I did you not. You wrote back to them. They said they're trying out the, the, the Simpsons oh, donuts. Oh, sorry. Was that on the page? Yes. Oh, somewhere. Did. Yeah, no, no. They were going... Um, uh, where were they going? It was like... Uh, some donut place. Uh, Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh, something yeah, like that. Yeah, started with P. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, that is a place that I've read about. No, I was I'm, Like, they do a brioche-style donut. i really excited to one day get over there and try some of those. Javale! Javale is here! Ooh! Alrighty, so it's time for the mailbag. For the mailbag, I need to throw a couple of shout-outs to some of our patrons. Thank you to Lachlan Pinder and Eden Babick for jumping from $2 patrons to $5 patrons so they can get access to our movie reviews. Now, what did we review a couple of weeks ago, Mitch? Dumb and dumber. Dumb and dumber, and people have been loving it so far. Yeah, um, which is really good because it was something new and different for us. I'm glad people enjoyed us just literally saying the words of movies over and over (laughs) again. Now, I'm going to be honest. I was a little bit... I went back and listened to it afterwards... I would have preferred if I had to put clips in. Now, Dumb mm. Dumber review doesn't have clips like the Simpsons reviews that we normally do. For the future movie reviews, we're going to be putting clips in it just to add a little bit of extra something for the listeners at home. So, yeah. $5 patrons get access to our movie reviews. If you want to get access to them, just jump into patreon.com forward slash four finger discount. Thanks to everyone who's subscribed so far. Do we say subscribed? I guess it is. Pledged. Oh, yeah. So far, you've helped us reach our first goal of $500, so we're going to do monthly giveaways. As I said earlier, if all you guys listening out there enjoy the hours of entertainment that we give you, for $1 per month, subscribe to our Patreon, and we'll be able to give you more and more shows each and every week. Now, Mitch, time for the mailbag. Yes, indeed it is. Um, And what a full, delightful mailbag we have this week. We've got some selections of uh, Simpsons real-life stories. We've got some questions. We've got all sorts of business. We've got a Simpsons real-life story. Uh, Yeah, we do. You, you obviously, I, was, I dug back a little It's been about a bit. 10 weeks since we've had one of them. I, well, I, I went back through some old emails. There's one that hadn't been read <laughs> People have just given up like, fuck, it doesn't read them anymore. Uh, <laughs> firstly, the most important email that we got this week comes in from Mr. Alfred Johnson. Alfred. And Alfred writes, your partnership is needed. I got your reference in my search for someone who suits my investment plan in your country. Contact me for further details. So thank you very much, Alfred. Yeah, that I wrote was, back to him. Oh, did you? He hasn't responded yet. Okay, well. I only sending my bank details. I don't know what else I'm supposed to send to him. I uh, made cre- my dress as well. Did you make number? sure you put the three little numbers on the back of your credit card? Because if you don't. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good. Because if you don't get that, then they won't release the bank check well, to you for the lottery that I'm assuming you won. He just got my BSB number and a CAT number. That's all he really wanted anyway. Yeah, yeah. And your date of birth, right? And Medicare? I don't think he wanted Medicare. Passport? He did want phone number. I gave oh, him phone number. Oh, you fucked it up. If you haven't given your passport, then you're not going to get the millions. Uh, I have to get send him, to him another one. I will, yeah. Okay. Uh, Gavin Lang uh, writes in from Australia with with the um, cromulent story that's embigged his life from Springfield. Awesome. Uh, recently at work, he had to pack a number of different products in parcel bags for a giant mail-out order. Several hundred needed to be made up. So, we set up a workstation. Several of us started packing these mail bags with the goods. It was pretty boring work and it felt like we would be stuck doing this for days. So, we t- I turned to a workmate and said, let's make a game of it. Why don't we see how many we can do in an hour and then try to break that record? My mate turned to me and replied, sounds like a pretty crappy game to me, to which I replied, yes. Well, keep going. What I like about this is he's not sure whether or not his mate actually knew that he was quoting The Simpsons. Like, he (laughs) thinks that he just got away with it and happened to get the perfect response from him, which I enjoy. Like, if you've managed to trick someone into quoting The Simpsons, then you're really doing well in life. The next one that we have coming in is from Gray Carroll. Now, this is a question that's actually been covered off before, but so he was listening to the podcast on the toilet the other day. Is there any other place to listen to the show? Well... It's got a, you've got really good acoustics in the toilet. Depends on how... I have to play by pinball on my iPad in the toilet. How many listeners are currently listening to us and their legs have just gone a little bit numb? Like, if have we tipped over that point where you just go, Oh, you know, when you've been, been f- sitting here a while, and you, I've started to go a bit Danny Glover in Lethal Weapon 2. I'm going <laughs> to need someone to come in and pull me off into a bath. You know, when you've been too long on the toilet on your phone, when you've got the elbow marks on your legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're then you're like, Jesus. It's the modern, it's like the adult equivalent of wrinkly fingers in the bath. <laughs> exactly <laughs> like right. When you know it's time to get up, <laughs> um, or if the dog has fallen asleep. At, at the door. Well, you're, oh, at the like door. So wa- the dog comes in. Yeah, with you? no, like it's waited so long. If Ash isn't home, do you go to the toilet with the door open? No, never. I do all the time. No, I can't but handle d- that. But the dog sits there and looks at me. And I'm like, "What the fuck is wrong with the you?" Door ne- the door. No, that that area. It's the needs- freedom, man. It's the freedom. What do you need? A for- whiz with the door open, <laughs> but I'll do that Anything. when people are over. Anything. But I'm not doing number two when, you- when I'm here. Yeah, I'm. Just- <laughs> I'm <It's> not- concerning. <laughs> I-, I only did that a couple of times. <laughs> you know what I hate is when you've got people over, right? This whole party, and if someone's going to. Do a number one, Mm. but it's straight into the water. It's like, do it on (laughs) the side of the bowl because you're making a lot of sound and it's really unsettling. Have you ever ever seen the first Naked Gun movie? No. It's got a classic gag of after he's he's at a press conference and after he's made his little speech, um, it's about the queen coming into America or something like that. He goes off to the toilet, doesn't realise his lapel mic is still on. It's just... Broadcast live through the press conference. Like Appa- this never ending stream straight into the water and him singing. <laughs> Apparently the dude that plays Tilk from Stargate, SG one, mm. was at Supernova One Year and he forgot to put his he put his microphone to his pocket when he was on stage. He had to go to the toilet just quickly. Yeah. Put microphone in the pocket but forgot to turn it off. No the entire and he was like giving hanging <laughs> shit on somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, so if someone on stage was trying to talk you just hit the other guy over the top just hanging shit on someone and pissing that's uh, it's just locker room talk um, anyway so great wanted to know uh, where do we come up with the name Four Finger Discount where did we well it was your, you you I'm pretty Discount sure wasn't... you knew you wanted to call it that before we started didn't we didn't yeah, you I actually had videos on YouTube that I've taken down since it was yeah. me reviewing the latest episodes of The Simpsons season 26 I think it was when season 26 just started when the yeah, first okay. videos came out and it was just something that I felt was Simpsons fans would know what it is, and it's something that it's got the word four finger. So you kind of, even if you are not a huge fan, you sort of get the idea that it might be about the Simpsons. Yep, and fair just, yeah, and yeah, a reference that Simpsons fans would know what it is. Yeah. And other people might be able to understand what it is. Yeah. So, as he points out that we may have answered it before, but he couldn't remember, which means that it might not have been answered for a while, which means new listeners might not know. And I like that he's... Co- I looked at that and went, well, I can't argue with any of that. I better read his question now. That's <laughs> like what i to do with the, with the Facebook page mm. is I'll put up a post that went gangbusters yeah, six noticed, months ago. I noticed that. And I'll put a couple of new ones up and it's like the whole new crop of people yeah. like, this is awesome. I'm like, yeah, yeah. no, I did it six is months ago. What it is? Yeah. I, I, I see those posts from time to time and just go, hmm. Slow news week. And it make, no, no, it's just a so, just new new audience and it makes the likes go straight yeah. up. Um, <laughs> it's all social media marketing. Now, the other like reason that. that I'm reading out uh, this particular email. So, Gray's just subscribed to Patreon. He'd been promising to donate to get the premium stuff for ages, but the Patreon app just made it so easy. I haven't used the Patreon app on my phone, but there you go. Yeah, so, it, yeah. get the Patreon app. Uh, i be on both Android and app Apple. Store, yep. And... So easy. Very good call. I love the bonus content and non-Simpsons stuff. It's hilarious. I'm not making any of that up. I'll hold it up to the camera. That is all real. That is all real. And the thing is, too, when you subscribe to us on Patreon for the exclusive content, you get your own personalized RSS feed. So you can put it into your podcast apps just like you'd listen to us, Four Finger Discount, Mm. and only the premium stuff will come up on that stream. Yeah, that's cool. Very, very handy. But anyway, who was that? What was that person's name, sorry? That was Grey Carroll. Great, Carol. Okay. Okay. So, thank you very much, Greg. Thanks, Greg. We now move into the question for this week. Uh, This one comes in from uh, Mike Tricorico. From New York? Yeah, from New York. We're going to have beers with this guy, apparently. He wants to know what our favourite snake moments are. I'll uh, I'll read his out after. If we're going to ignore the Bette Midler and the premium dude. I don't know why we would ignore that. But besides <laughs> the obvious ones, okay, Premium Dude and Bette Midler, I would say Wallet Inspector is funny. Wallet Inspector, yes. Guess. I can't believe you fell for that. Um, 22 short films about Springfield.
1: Hmm. Does he say hey, anything? I know you.
0: <laughs> Does he say much in that though? He doesn't really say anything. Mostly I think. gagged. What he about has like duct tape over his mouth? What about um? I wish I had Pee-wee Huggy when I was a little yeah, boy. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Oh well, even just a simple bye. Is a really good way to leave a room. Or the when he's the Halloween special when his hair comes to life. Mm. That's a funny one. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's sort of like the last trio of horror. That's in the golden. That era. you liked? Yeah. I thought I, did, like, I liked other ones, but that was okay. the end of the the peak period. Yeah. Um. I was going to say, well, and and Mike's in particular is when uh, when he tries to steal back Little Bandit. Um. But even before the premium line, I like that. Oh no, Little Bandit. Yeah. <laughs> If everything he says. But generally, if it starts with, oh, no, then that's my favourite thing that he's yeah. ever done. Um, it's it's like, it's the opposite of, good news, everyone. Yeah. The best, oh, no, is just a great, great opener. You know something bad going to happen for Snake. Yeah, pretty much. And that is it for the mailbag this week. Very, very decent mailbag. Much better. I'm, I'm glad we... Had a good one for Marge vs. the Monorail, because this mm. episode deserves a good mailbag. Mm. Sorry to all the previous mailbags that Dando's <laughs> just shit all over. No, no, the last two or three, because basically, let's explain why we've been we've uh, a bit thin with questions lately, haven't we? We've, we're yeah. saving them. We're saving them, um, for, and we've mentioned this on previous uh, podcasts, that as you're listening to this, Dando will be travelling around the US of A, or I'll, possibly... I'll, I'll be on a plane to LA as you listen to this. Hmm. Or possibly Europe. No, LA. I'll be... I well, leave today. We don't know when they're listening to it. Well, if you're when, listening to when this, it when it comes up. out, when you okay. should be listening to it, the day it comes out, <laughs> I will have just arrived in LA. If you haven't taken, if you're not taking your like Thursdays slash Fridays off work for four finger discount by now, what the fuck's going if on If you're your listening to this right now and it is Thursday in America, mm. can you please pick me up from LAX airport <laughs> and take me to my accommodation? <laughs> that'd be handy. He'll be there in about 45 <laughs> minutes. Imagine when I get off the plane, there's all these signs that say Dando. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> Don't trust them. No, not trust any of them. <laughs> But thanks for listening To our review of Marge vs. Monorail Being very very excited To this one One of the classics I'm just disappointed We couldn't save it For a premium But oh well It doesn't matter You get it for free It was just too early yeah, It really was yeah. yeah But it's What else can we say About the episode That we haven't said already No It's, it's, it's just great From start to finish Water wall laughs yes. Please subscribe to us On Patreon Follow us on Facebook Twitter Instagram The lot Make sure you please Rate and review us In the iTunes store Now Mitch Final words Mono Shh.